I called this episode the evil stepmom archetype. What's an archetype? It's a concept from Jungian psychology, referring to a collectively inherited unconscious idea or pattern of thought that's universally present in individual psyches. Complicated, right? I'm going to lay out four archetypes and why they matter. The single mom, the single dad, the stepmom, and the stepdad. If you sometimes feel like you're walking around with a heavy backpack that you can't take off, you're right. Hi there, I'm Tracy, and this is the Essential Stepmom Podcast, your source of unconventional advice and inspiration for the womanly art of raising someone else's kids. Is it really an art? You bet. Nobody pops out of the womb with an instinct for step-parenting. It's something you practice and get better at, like anything else. And if you found this podcast, it means you're smart enough to look for someone who's been practicing the moves for a long time to stand in your corner and coach you through it. I'll share my wins, my missteps, and my analysis of what worked for my family over the last 14 years and why it could work for you too. If you like this stuff, don't forget to subscribe. And you can get more of me at EssentialStepmom.com. I wrote an article last year around Father's Day. It was about a really long commercial made by Budweiser that went viral. You probably saw it. Three adults are profiled introducing their stepdad, talking about the special relationship they have with him, and then each one of those now grown-up stepkids gives their dad a special Father's Day gift, which is a request for a formal adoption. Oh my God, I'm like crying already. Why is this so sweet? And why would this kind of commercial never get made about stepmoms? I'll tell you why. This commercial plays into our existing ideas about people based on archetypes. An archetype, as I said earlier, is a thought pattern identified by the famous psychologist Carl Jung. He says, we all have collectively inherited unconscious ideas Ideas that are universally present in each person's individual mind. That means that each of us as a single individual carries a certain collective idea about some things. I'll give you some examples. Here's what people tend to think about the single mom. And if you could see my hands right now, I'm making air quotes around the words single mom. The single mom is the underdog. She works hard, usually without complaining, to support her kids on her own. Whatever child support she receives is just a mere drop in the bucket of what it takes to raise kids these days. She's resourceful, struggling to find that work-life balance so that she can support her family while still being a great mom. Anyone would find it easy to root for her. The single dad doesn't make out so well in the archetype department unless he's widowed You know, think Tom Hanks in Sleepless in Seattle. The divorced or separated dad is a deadbeat dad, unless he's raising the kids on his own, in which case either his mom is probably helping out or he's got a nanny. If he's not the full-time custodial parent, then he really probably is a deadbeat dad, 
and at the very least he's a cad for leaving single mom. How could he do that to her? Now, on to the stepmom. She's the evil temptress who is almost certainly responsible for breaking up the marriage of single mom and deadbeat dad. Never mind that she met him two years after they got divorced. Or she's a self-interested schemer who's secretly diverting the life insurance to herself instead of the kids. By the way, in some circles, the stepmom is also known as a potential seducer of teenage boys. I'll talk about that archetype later, but it's real and it's appalling. So which archetype is left? The stepdad. Stepfather, in air quotes, is the hero who steps in to selflessly raise another man's kids. His moral values are impeccable, and the kids are definitely better people for having him in their lives. These unconscious archetypes show up in all kinds of places. You've probably run up against them yourself. Maybe you've been treated like somebody knows your story by lawyers or judges in family court, by teachers or administrators at school, at daycares and doctor's offices where bio dads and stepmoms have to practically walk across hot coals to prove that they're bona fide members of a child's family and that they deserve to be respected and included. This, this homewrecker wreck, home archetype is partly to blame every time you find yourself shunned by the moms at soccer practice or dance class who aren't quite sure if it's okay to be friends with you because, well, maybe you stole someone's husband. It feels awkward to even be civil to someone when you don't know the story behind how they came into the family, especially if you were acquainted with the ex. And it doesn't help us at all that the news is full of truly awful stories about real-life wicked stepmothers. I have a Google alert set for the word stepmom. It helps me research and find good examples of things to talk about here and in my group. I can't tell you the terrible stories I've read about in the last three years of doing this work, including about stepmoms who violently injure and actually literally kill their stepkids, either together with the bio dad or totally on their own. There's a story like that unfolding almost every week. So thanks, crazy evil stepmoms. We don't need your help here. The most unfortunate sexy stepmom archetype brings all of us into unwanted contact with the world of internet porn. If you've ever Googled the word stepmom, you might even know exactly what I'm talking about. Graphic images and videos dominate online search results. Even if what you're looking for is support groups or websites to help resolve common step family problems. My own 83 year old mother was trying to point an equally elderly friend toward my Facebook group so that she could recommend it to her daughter-in-law. And she was accosted with video snippets that, well, that you just can't unsee. I felt so bad. I had to get someone to call in a personal favor to contact anyone at the giant Facebook corporation who could get those videos off the algorithm for my private stepmom community. This is like the opposite of hashtag me too. We need our own hashtag for this, like maybe hashtag not me. On the other side of the gender divide, 
As much as the title stepdad could be associated with violent guys or perpetrators of child abuse, it doesn't seem to affect their overall standing in society. The stepdad continues to be seen as a basically good guy doing his best in a tough situation. I've heard from plenty of women who had terrible experiences with a stepfather in the past. But as you can see from the commercial, stepdads are always going to be thought of as a pretty stand-up guy. And so they should. There's nothing wrong with celebrating stepdads. It's just that if this commercial had been about stepmoms adopting their now grown-up stepkids, the viewer would be silently thinking, what about the real mom? Where is she? Isn't it just a little heartless to adopt a child who has a mother somewhere? How could this person just want to give up their relationship with the woman who brought them into the world? A birth mom would have to be, well, basically deceased for this kind of storyline to be acceptable. Even if she was serving life in prison, it would feel cruel to cut her out by adopting her grown-up child. It's somehow expected that dads regularly just run off, leaving space for the hero stepdad to make his appearance. I don't mean to suggest that it's not wonderful when that happens, like lucky break for the kids in question. It's just that the expectations are so dramatically different for how a stepmom or a stepdad has come into the picture. The archetypes are there, seared into our collective unconscious. What will it take to get a fair shake for stepmothers? I think we're going to have to make it happen for ourselves. Hashtag not me. I'm not the evil stepmom. I'm the girlfriend, wife, significant other of a person who has kids from a previous relationship. Period. And I think it's our responsibility as stepmoms to model the respectful way we'd like to be treated ourselves. That means we're going to have to start being nicer to each other as stepmoms, less judgmental and more accepting of the different ways we all manage our lives. When we share our struggles, especially in the social media space, we have to insist on a spirit of supportive listening and troubleshooting. We should help each other to celebrate the little wins that other friends can't easily appreciate. It happens pretty often that somebody posts something that shows how their family is making progress. Maybe they were able to let go of something that used to stress them out. Or maybe a child has held your hand for the first time or said something nice. These are things that other stepmoms appreciate on another level than your single friends or your friends with kids of their own. I think we should embrace and lift up the title of stepmom rather than complain about carrying those old archetypes and proudly highlight what a real stepmom brings to modern family life. And I'm someone, as you may know, who has always hated the word stepmom, so if I can do it, you can do it too. We should study new ideas and concepts in step parenting so that we can help end the crisis of failed second and third marriages, both for our own happiness and for the sake of future generations. You probably know that two-thirds of step families end in divorce. We have to learn to do better, and we can. 
we should also foster a better understanding of Biomom, who might be laboring under a sort of archetype herself, namely the toxic schemer who's out to destroy your family and steal your happiness. She might just be a woman who, like yourself, is struggling with something that nature didn't prepare her for. In this case, having to share her offspring with another woman. The divorced genie is out of the bottle and it's not going back. Marriage is not forever. Everybody knows it now. Broken homes and repartnered families are a permanent fixture of Western society. It's going to take a lot of work to break these old archetypes and learn to see each other for who we really are. Thanks for listening. I'll put a link to the Budweiser commercial and to my article about it on Thrive Global in the show notes. One last thing. I'm preparing a resource to help parents and step-parents of kids who are being brainwashed about the other part of their family. If you have a child like that in your home, or if you were that child once upon a time, I'd really love to hear from you. Please reach out to me at info at essentialstepmom.com or by messenger or with the calendar link in the show notes for a phone chat. Thanks in advance for helping me create what I hope will be a helpful resource for lots of families. That's all for this episode. If you're enjoying this, remember to subscribe wherever you're listening. Did you know that we're being heard in 48 countries now? There are other curious, forward-thinking stepmoms like you in every corner of the world. And you can help them find us and join our community by leaving a rating or a review. That's how this podcast will pop up when they search stepmom advice. Someone did that for you, you know, so pay it forward. I also have a little Facebook tribe, which I guard against bashing like a pit bull with lipstick. It's a friendly, 100% positive place. And if that's what you've been looking for, we'd be glad to have you there. Just send a join request to The Spectacular Stepmom. Personal one-on-one support is available by visiting my website, essentialstepmom.com. Music